Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us for this sermon. You can find all of our sermons at holycommunion.net and our Facebook, YouTube, and podcast channels. Consider hitting like or subscribe. Consider sharing this sermon with others. It helps us to reach more people like you. We are so thankful to those who support our ministry. You can give today at holycommunion.net backslash give. In the name of our one true and loving God, amen. Please be seated. And today is one of my favorite days in the church because today I get to bring our dog Oscar uh, and I get to leave him with Ellis. Um, But more than that, I get to meet a bunch of people's pets. I've already met a bunch of pets out on the front lawn. And I have loved St. Francis Day since I was a little kid. St. Francis Day is now also the culmination of a whole season in the life of the church. All through September, as fires raged out west and hurricanes battered Puerto Rico, Florida, the Philippines, and even Canada, as we saw images of dried up rivers in Europe and Asia, and as folks down the street here in University City continued to clean out from historic floods, All this past month, we have been praying for our planet. It's a relatively new season for the church, the season of creation. It was first proclaimed by the Patriarch of Constantinople in 1989. And even though it's new, I think it's important. Because as we face overlapping ecological crises, I think we need prayer. Now, it may sound strange to think that the response to the climate crisis is prayer, I think even some of the most committed Christians, particularly the kind of Christians that gather in Episcopal churches, can think of spirituality as sort of woo-woo, right? If that's you, it's okay. But I really want to ask you, do you think prayer changes things? Or do we think of spirituality as something private, something we do on Sunday mornings, or maybe on our cushion or our chair at home by ourselves? If that's where you are, let me say... Today, on St. Francis Day, I think we need a broader understanding of prayer, a broader understanding of spirituality. We need prayer that brings us together for real change. Julie and I have been spending a lot of time listening and reading to the theology professor and spiritual teacher Barbara Holmes. And she invites us to count more practices as spiritual. And spirituality for Barbara Holmes isn't just about reading your Bible and holding silence. She says, my contemplative practice includes writing, music, dancing, stillness and prayer, sure, but also social justice activism and teaching. In other words, spirituality isn't just for introverts. Our world needs inspirited people to work together for change. We need to bring our grounded and whole selves together to work towards solutions. Holmes is informed by her upbringing in the black church. She understands that prayer isn't something just for the comfortable. Spirituality is the way through the crisis. I've been holding on to her words lately. I I want to read one sentence to you from her latest book, Crisis Contemplation, because it's been really meaningful for me. She says this, Despite all evidence to the contrary... I insist on seeing our current state of affairs as the rupture of one state of being that will prepare us for another reality. 
Despite all evidence to the contrary, I insist on seeing our current state of affairs as the rupture of one state of being that will prepare us for another reality. Prayer helps us through the rupture. Spirituality prepares us to step into what is next, hopefully. So in this sense, our practice of faith is at least in part about maintaining an inner curiosity. And for generations, we have approached our planet with a spirit of dominance. Uh, for generations, we have focused on that little bit in Genesis that says, subdue the earth. And scientists, too, a generation ago, they believed that they were going to categorize and systematize their way to intellectual dominance. At one point, we thought we were going to know all there was to know about nature. The best ecologists, the best scientists today chuckle at this arrogance. The complexity of creation is so deep and wide that we will never analyze our way to mastery. No. Rather, it's maintaining a spirit of curiosity, of wonder, cultivating an openness that leads to more breakthroughs these days. In today's gospel, Jesus thanks God because you've hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have shown them to babies. Spirituality is about recovering a childlike capacity for wonder, for awe, for hope. Spirituality is about letting go of all we think we know, all the doomsaying around us. Spirituality is about listening and watching, really attending to the world around us. And that's part of why I think St. Francis would love sharing his feast day with our beloved pets. And Francis was a social justice crusader, if ever there was a social justice crusader. Francis gave up his own wealth, he served the poor, he built hospitals for lepers. Francis advocated for his neighbor. And Francis had a childlike love for nature. I think Francis would point us to our pets as spiritual teachers. They can help us remember there is more to life than the bad news in the paper. There are walks and cuddles and puddles of sunshine. Our pets can be sacramental reminders that this world is not, in the end, all about us. We share creation with all creation. We are but one part of God's whole. So it's in that sense that pets can play a part in our spirituality. It's part of why we bring them once a year to church, thank God. Because, friends, we desperately need a deeper and broader spirituality to confront the human-driven climate crisis. We must invite God to inform our work. If this difficult moment is able to be transformed, if we are able to step back from ecological disaster, it will be because a group of grounded, spiritually inspired people came together and dared to work for change. Amen.